get into gate episode 90. We are here to start off season five. My name's Mitch. With me, the full Get Into Gate team. We got Maddie. What up? We got Brendan. Hello. And we got Reese. Yeah, good day, guys. We are four Stargate fans, three old school, one new. We're going through one episode per week if you're just jumping on the ship. Not a bad place to join. We're just kicking off uh, season five, oh, episode number one, Enemies. Hey, guys, can I make an announcement? Oh, yeah. Ooh, okay. About time. Early. This right. is a public service announcement brought oh. to you in part by Slim Shady. <laughs> oh, God. All right, here we go. Do I need the siren sound Sha- effect? It feels Machine like maybe. Kelly Brendan. No, here. no, I'm not talking about that. Brendan. <laughs> yes. Have you made something? No, I haven't, oh, but okay. it's live. Eminem's back, guys. Eminem is back, and I'm not talking about his 11th album, Kamikaze. I'm talking about the back of this season five DVD case. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> shady. If you have the old school DVD case. The big box five, set. The big box set. <laughs> Totally it. It's basically a Jafar that looks like Marshall Bruce Mathers the <laughs> third. Which I thought Jesus. was amazing. That's... You looked up his Wikipedia page. Good good for you. I mean you put some no, platinum blonde hair on him. That's pretty damn close, isn't it? Yeah. You give him a hot daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. If you'd like to start a Twitter feud with Reese, it's uh, at the Fly Gibson. Hey, hey, if you want to build me a career just to ruin it, <laughs> chuck, chuck that on the sashes. We'll put a do rag on him, and he's wow. Eminem. Oh, mate. No, so what someone needs to do is uh, go up to uh, Eminem and put like a Konsu Jaffa logo on his forehead mm. in Nico. Oh, he'd let you. And just see what yeah. happens. He's getting old now. He's... Well, I'd make him skyrocket his career if he did that. <laughs> That'd anyway. be um, Summit and the Last Stand, that logo. That logo that's on his forehead would have to be from Summit and the Last Stand from, mm, this, yeah. from season five. Well, we'll see, I guess. Mm. Hopefully Shady pops up later on. <laughs> yeah. That's slim. A full Eminem soundtrack episode coming up sometime in the next 22 weeks. We are here to talk enemies. Before we get into our uh, debrief of the episode, let's find out what it's all about with the official synopsis of said DVD covers and cases. Barely escaping a destructive supernova, SG-1 is surprised to learn that Teal'c also survived and is now under the mind control of the maniacal Apophis. Will SG-1 be able to rescue Teal'c from the clutches of Apophis or will they perish trying? Dun, dun, dun. The latter. Well, someone's going to yeah. perish, aren't they? Oh, f***ing replicators. I <laughs> 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 knew it. Bug. <laughs> this is possibly the biggest bug we've seen in this episode, guys. Oh, yeah, what is it called? Uh, he says, uh, O'Neill says, that is a big bug. Great, great writing. <laughs> One of the best. That is a big bug. Just, oh, I mean, sure is, mate. that's right. some award-winning uh, writing right there, isn't it? Well, well, it's all hands on deck. You look at this story. Brad Wright, Robert yeah. C. Cooper, Joseph Malozzi, and Paul Mully. Teleplayed by Robert C. Cooper and directed by Martin Wood. I mean, yeah, haven't, haven't Joe and Paul really just kicked it up a notch? Mm. They're already writing with the top two dudes. Mm. And they've only been in the in the show for a year. Is this where RCC started feeling some like you, know, you could feel them behind, bit like of, the yeah. pressure, yeah, <laughs> the threat, yeah, the shadows, replicators. Well, if I you suppose will. Joe and Paul wrote uh, Exodus, so I wonder if they maybe just did a bit of a handoff and then oh, yeah. and then Brad and Robert Carry maybe. On. I wonder what kind of in the writers' room they're throwing up ideas and they're like, all right, there's a new, we're in a new galaxy. There's an alien ship that we've never encountered before. What could we have on it? And Cooper's like. <laughs> Guys, I've got, got one. <laughs> I've got it. Other galaxy bugs. Other bugs. <laughs> this, Replicator bugs. I've already, I've already got the idea. We already know they're in the Asgard galaxy. Now they're in a different galaxy. Mm. 
New Very Galaxy, good. who this? Three Galaxies. Replicators. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise, replicators. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> oh, but yeah, didn't this have everything? I mean, yeah, Apophis. Yeah. Back. Mm. Extra, bloody light year, hundreds of light years away. Yeah. Different galaxies. Different galaxies. Bring the replicators back. What do you reckon? Mm. Is that a bit of a cop out when they're like, we end last season and they're like, oh, it's going to take us at full speed 125 years or whatever it was yeah. to get back. Like, And you, you leave that series knowing, obviously, they're going to be fine. Mm. But that's <laughs> yeah. a pretty big hurdle to jump, right? Mm. And in this, it's like, oh, the replicators have just multiplied the speed of the ship. Right. Oh, hang on. We're nearly back <laughs> yeah. now. Shit, we're just coming out of light they speed. They can do I- that. They're very advanced. I, <laughs> they can do anything. They can do anything. They're, They're my very, heroes. Very, I uh, shut up, Carter. I think it. I think it may have been a little subtle, just like middle finger to another very popular sci-fi series oh. that actually uh, finished a month before this episode premiered. So while these guys are in hiatus, it's a very popular sci-fi show uh, finished had its finale. What is it? And the premise of that show is they spent they were trapped seventy thousand light years on the other side of the Milky Way galaxy, and it took them seven seasons to get home. <laughs> and these guys do it in about twenty minutes. Star Trek Voyager. Star Trek Voyager. Box of <laughs> shame. No, I'll, yes. I'll copper that's one for that. That's one. Where is your box of shame, Matty? You haven't bought it in. You guys were too busy fiddling with your columns and your spreadsheets the other week. I've retired it. <laughs> we're fiddling with each other's columns, thanks. Standard. <laughs> You're retiring it? Yeah. Did we come to that conclusion as a team? Well, I offered to actually read them all out during, uh, during that episode. and Let's Mitch. Do that. Mitch denied it. He said I wasn't allowed to until you guys were paying attention, and then I offered, and then you guys said no. So it's just it's retired. So I don't think we said no. <laughs> we maybe said we'll, don't retire the box of shame. Maybe we'll do it for our Patreon or something. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. read out uh, and empty empty it out. So going back to the DVD, I do love these menus. Mm. You see in disc one. This strange alien ship. Yeah. And we never see it again. Really? <laughs> Do you know which one I'm talking about? It's like curved, nicely curved. Yeah, like wings. a manta ray type yeah. kind of thing. And we, I'm thinking, oh, is that the replicator one? But no, it's totally not. Mm. It's just something that Robert C. Cooper did in his spare time. Obviously. The replicators are taking over this ship too. I can get another pee, pee packet from the DVDs. <laughs> But yeah, I thought the alien ship was cool. I assume it is from an alien race, and the replicators have taken over that. Yeah, right? maybe. Surely. Because it didn't not, look um, like a replicator ship. It's not from Murray's race, is it? Ooh. Murray. I'm just... Um, he was from oh, the sorry, Milky not, Way. Ma- not um, Murray, uh, Martin. Martin. Oh, right. Um, point of no return. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Call mm. back. Good call back. Good old Marto. I was a bit... Um, miffed, and we spoke about it um, at the uh, end of last season with Exodus, the way the story was written really well, but the CGI kind of let it down with a bit of the science and stuff like that. I felt the same when this episode, for the many, many, many years, I always thought the the final shot from last season and the first shot from this season, it looks like the two Hatak, like the main, the normal one, and then Apophis' big giant one. Mm. It looks like they're docking. Like, it looks like yeah. it's coming in over the top and they're about to dock. Mm. But then when the replicator ship comes in, they're actually quite far apart because then Apophis' ship starts firing at it and just kind of starts firing past it at the replicator yeah. ship. Mm. So it's obviously just a relative, a relative angle thing <laughs> where the, the, the you know fake camera has kind of panned up mm. and it made it look like the smaller Hataki is going into it. And I only noticed that maybe maybe like a year or two ago when I was, and I was like, huh, that 
does and yeah for the since the, you know the, the episode aired in like two thousand and one. It's like yeah. I've always thought that it was they were docking. In that shot you're talking about, it, the Hatak's pretty similar to the size of Apophis's mothership. But then when the Hatak does get closer later on in the episode, you're like, holy shit. Apophis's ship is massive. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, we see that in uh, back in Serpent's Venom as well, when you see Apophis's big mothership and then all mm. the other sort of normal mm. attack around it. So, um, yeah, I was a bit disappointed is with that. Is it the same ship, this one? Or did that get blown up? No, I remember Apophis got away. It was all the other um, smaller normal attack mm. blocked all the oh, mines yeah, and right. then Apophis got away out. in his, yeah, yeah, yeah. In his little well. lobster pincer ship. And then as soon as they said, oh, there's no life form on that ship, I'm like, oh, no. Ah. <laughs> Replicators for sure. <laughs> Shizzle. And then they get on. They, and then they... you quickly look to the back of the DVD cover. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Eminem wrote this. These pieces of shit. This is probably like, I, I love the Replicators, but I think this is probably my least favorite use of the Replicators. Like really? having having the I, replicators yeah. be the one to take Apophis down, yeah, just kind of felt a little anticlimactic for me. Mm, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you saying he's dead? He's I don't dead. believe you. He's dead, baby. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> he impacted. Yeah, I mean, you saw the. Yeah, but his shield was up. His shield was up. <laughs> I don't believe you. He's come alive too many times. I'm starting to believe in the force of the God of Apophis. <laughs> Heed my word. And that's <laughs> the thing. Like, at this point, if we're meant to believe, yes. And I, I think about three Apophis deaths ago, Reese, I was with you. And I'm like, shit, yeah. is this how early he died? Yeah. Wow, okay. And then he just kept coming back. And at this point, if we're meant to believe, if this actually is his death, it's so anticlimactic. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think any of the other previous three times they've killed him would have been a nice see you later. Farewell, like it great was, death. This it, was nothing. It yeah. was the level of Seth. Seth's death. Yeah. Jeez, I wouldn't go that far. Absolutely. He impacted into a planet. Yeah, but he went out, out like of... a bitch, though. He went out screaming like a bitch, hiding <sighs> behind his force field. Yeah, but he was travelling like from like light speed. All of a sudden, it's, oh, shit, a planet, bang. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm dead. What an idiot. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's like they kind of did it. I think they've done it too many times. It's like they... They killed him off and said, oh, it's Sokar. Sokar's the big bad. Sokar's the yeah. big bad. And then to try and bring it back, and go, oh, well, Apophis took out Sokar yeah. when he it's when like, he comes oh, actually, back as Naranach. Sokar was shit because he wasn't an Unas. Yeah. So let's yeah. kill him off. Um, yeah. Does that mean all the replicators are dead as well then? Just on the ones ship. from that ship. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they're a plague over the galaxy, but that particular <laughs> ship is... They'll be back, mate. They'll make their way back. They've come no. to our galaxy twice. We'll never say, and we never saw them again. <laughs> Ever. 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 <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't show up in universe, honestly. Yeah, yeah, Target Origins. Replicators. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Walter doing like a robotics course in university, and he makes his replicator. And he's like, oh, uh, shit. It's a Meccano I mean, set. The Nox just wave their <laughs> hands over it, and it comes <laughs> to life. <laughs> I'm just imagining, sorry, galaxy. Now that, not that it's a great idea because I've said it, but just the idea that of, of a Stargate spin-off just about the replicators. I've just seen Robert C. Cooper listening to our podcast that suggestion comes up and he rises like Michael Keaton in Batman Returns <laughs> when, when the bat signal shines in the house and just, it's like replicators and he looks the window yeah. stands up pulls the headphones out did you say yeah. bugs? Except he's, except he's got his hands over his crutch because you just gave him an erection by talking yeah, yeah. about it no 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 no, no. spin off bugs spin off bugs <laughs> prequel bugs <laughs> yeah that's the only way this can actually get worse and they're prequel bugs uh, <laughs> Jesus! Oh, guys, I w- want to bring it back. Sounds of the gate. 
Oh, for the that? first time in uh, season five. Oh, yeah. Look, Star- I just Google. Doesn't Star- you find a really bad song? I just Google. Yeah, I just Google the episode enemies and find a song. Broad, don't you think? Is this going to be Eminem song? No, it's not. Let me guess. Let me guess. It's an. Eastern European No, I couldn't folk. find one. I couldn't um, find one. <laughs> These guys are they're, American. They're a folk woodwind band with a... <laughs> this is from a band called Shinedown. Oh, Ooh, I know Shinedown. Jesus. I didn't until today. I know Shinedown. <laughs> Let's do it. It's called Enemies. It's, it sounds like an STI. It should be. Oh, damn, I got Shinedown again. Bloody hell, my Shinedown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah! Headbanging. Head it's got yeah. lyrics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is wizard type song. Yeah, bro. Just think of Apophis and Tilt. <laughs> Apophis on bass, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nice. Enemies! Oh, great song. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. This uh, this is probably where most people know Shinedown from. Uh, Get Into Gate podcast on... Yeah, uh, now they do. Season 5, <laughs> episode <welcome>. 1. <laughs> when you fill out that survey, where did you hear about us? <laughs> Other, please describe. <laughs> At the Brendan Gibson. <laughs> Never heard of it. Maybe. Uh, Fly from the inside. That's not the name of this episode. It's yeah, but it's Shine Down. It's like <laughs> it's the epitome of Shine Down. It's their one song they have. But I didn't Google that one. Well, they've got a second one it's called Enemies. Yeah, that's better. Arguably better. <laughs> that's yeah, a never, good song. Good never. Kid. Good Never kid. heard it. All I'm it's saying out there, bands that are waiting for their big break, just name <laughs> yeah, your songs yeah. after Stargate episodes. <laughs> we'll play them. We'll, we'll f- f- play them. We'll, we'll play it. They we'll play it. We don't song. give a shit. We'll do it. How about Daniel? We surrender. Don't be a pussy, Daniel. Oh, straight up. Like, good call. Like, the only yeah, last, what are you gonna, last what are you thing to do, but... Don't go out like a bitch. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah, okay, I get it. Like, you're an archaeologist. I get that you've got a little bit of experience <laughs> over, the, over the past few years with SG1. But, you know, between Salmac and uh, and Carter, yeah. Jacob, like, I'm pretty sure they've got the experience to handle this. Mm. Oh, I saw it as just Daniel just buying time. It's like, oh, we surrender. Because he knows that Apophis is like a megalomaniac and it's all about ego. So I was like, well, if we're not going to beat him in a, in a firefight between his ship and our ship. Mm. So I was like, we surrender. He'll take us. No, I get that, but I'm thinking then... Salmac's known Apophis longer than Daniel's known Apophis. Yeah, yeah but, but Apophis a, doesn't but, know Salmac. But Apophis, you know and, what I mean? But Apophis <laughs> and Daniel. Absolutely. You got to remember Apophis and Daniel are wiener cousins. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Daniel's like I banged they, your they, wife. They share a special bond. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Daniel's like I banged your wife. Mm. So <laughs> I know. I know where your child is. And I banged your son. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Killed you. <laughs> 
Jesus. And by banged, we mean gave him Fruit Loops. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, blue ones. Just banged some Fruit Loops. Blue, blue Fruit Loops all over him. What I thought, what I thought was weird. <laughs> he sure did. What I thought was weird is while Selmak and Carter were doing all the work fixing the ship, mm. you've got Daniel and Jack up on the up, up on the Peltac. Mm. Rolling that tennis ball Where back and forward that, to each way. other. Well, here's my point. Jack still has a bleeding cut on his forehead from when he got taken prisoner. Yeah, they clearly don't have anything to wipe that up or tidy it up or put a patch on anything like that. But they've got a fucking tennis ball to play around with. <laughs> it was just Where are your priorities, guys? You do this. Where are your priorities? Yeah, that, makes, that made little to no sense to me. Yeah. I only just thought about this time, and I've no, seen that, this episode ten times. O'Neill yeah. would have had a first aid kit. He'd just be like, oh, it's just a cart. But yeah. I guarantee you, O'Neill would have been on so many missions where he's just got bored or been prisoner somewhere. So he's just yeah. got this little tennis ball. He can mm. just chuck it against a wall, have could, a bit of fun with himself. I could get a squash ball because, mm. you know, you do that for, for forearm exercises like rocking. That's not what I do. No, what do you do? Details. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, we're doing that again, are we? Okay. No, yeah, we're not. That's the computer. Um, I do have to say though, this is probably one of my absolute favourite kind of like. I'm not a big fan of gun porn, like when it's just like, oh, making guns look cool. Mm. But that tracking, there's two oh. shots. There's that first tracking yeah. shot where Selmak comes from the ring room, yeah. and he's like, "Where are you guys on the radio?" And then he runs down, like down yeah. the corridor, meets the team as they're running from the river cutters, and then runs back, and they're all firing at it. And then later on in the episode when there's just that amazing one all the way to when they're all just like there with their that's P90s. It, isn't it? No, it's two different two different spots because that's Oh, the a- one where Jack slides in is the Selmac one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the that's where he slides in because they remember they're ringing from one ship to the other. Yep. So yes, yeah, so and the other one is there towards the end there where even Daniel is looking badass mm. with his P90 just like oh, laying yeah. out rounds and they're doing that sort of um the military that yeah that tap, tap you, and go. yeah that yeah, yeah. um peel off tactical retreat or whatever it is where it's yeah they're yeah. just peeling off one at a time while the other one covers fire while the other two reload I was like ah oh, so and nice. it's the actors too it's not it's not just yeah stunt people yeah like I rewound it to make sure that the Carter one wasn't stunt because it's pretty hardcore like yeah well in the um, those P90s looks are, easy a pretty crazy <laughs> yeah well, in the audio commentary they mentioned you can actually if you look closely you can see the set you can see all like this dust and stuff coming out of it because it's all just styrofoam the the, the, the concussion of that many p90s firing at the same time is shaking the entire styrofoam <laughs> set and you can see all this dust coming through nice which i think just adds to the look of it but they were saying because the p90s actually eject their shells downwards they're able to do shots like that where their actors are, are close together firing because most mm. guns sort of shoot it yeah, out to, right. the, to the side where you risk hitting the other actor in the eye or the face or something like that. So that's one of the reasons they oh, chose they had the their P90s. Clear safety glasses Yeah, that's on the first there. time I noticed that. But J- Jack had the cool ones. Yeah, well, that was, that was Jack's back like, in, I'm having the cool ones. That was back in, Nemes- <laughs> that was back in Nemesis on uh, Thorship yeah. as well. They had that. And Jack mm. has the different the different goggles to everyone yeah. else. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He's the coolest. He's cool. <laughs> when, um, what was it? The... Councilwoman from uh, Renal. Renal. When they came into the into the uh, SGC, mm-hmm. it showed the the Wrench. gate locking on, oh. and the last chevron to lock was the the Earth Home symbol. Yeah, when they were I'm dialing just going to do that Kermit sip. Huh. <laughs> Is that that was a stuff up, right? Nope. What? The last symbol to lock when they, when the Tokra were dialing in. Mm, is our triangle earth symbol. Mm. This goes back to our conversation from Solitude's Brendan about the other point of origin. Mm. Yeah, well, technically we're using the Antarctic Gate right now. So, yeah, yeah, but 
this this is why it definitively proves in universe that the Antarctic Gate had the Earth point of origin symbol, the triangle with a circle above it. No, but what no, Reese is saying, it's an incoming wormhole, yeah. so it shouldn't be the Earth symbol. It wouldn't symbol. be the Earth symbol that they're dialing out Because that's not the on. point of origin where, where the Tok'ra came oh, from. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, that, that argument's been put to mm. bed, Maddie. <laughs> yeah, and the, it's obviously a production thing because it's the same freaking gate. <laughs> okay, let's not go there, all right? <laughs> what I'm saying is the Tok'ra wouldn't have put in the, the home symbol as the last no. symbol to dial in. No, that, well, that, maybe, that was a stuff-up. Oh, maybe because... Like, remember when we were in uh, New Ground um, and it just, it all lit up and then just the wormhole came through, like there was no spinning. Mm. Ours is the only one that spins on an incoming wormhole because we don't have the DHD. We're connected up to the supercomputer. Mm. So perhaps... Plus, the off-world gate is plus is plastic and it doesn't yeah, spin. Yeah, <laughs> But I'm just thinking maybe because potentially wherever Renal was dialing from doesn't even have our point of origin symbol on it. So perhaps it's just wildcard. No, it's the it's the stand-in. So it's like there's all whatever their point of origin symbol is, our point of origin logo comes up. Right. As okay. It spins around, yeah, perhaps that makes as like sense. A, as a placeholder, like maybe. a wild card. You think? No, wild wild card means oh, I don't know. But yeah. yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Because we don't have their home symbol, so it'll come up as ours as a lock. Yeah. Yeah, it just comes it's up with whatever the, the point of origin. But it symbol is, is stuff up. It is. Shouldn't yeah, well, and it, well, because if you think about it, it's like, well, we never know where someone's dialing from, and it's like, mm. well, if our if our gate does spin around like that, there should just be a camera on it, and we'd know exactly what planet is dialing us. Yeah, true. As it comes through, so yeah, it's definitely an emission. Like, I don't, I don't think our our gate should spin for an incoming wormhole. No, it shouldn't. Mm. Yeah. No. Correct. Oh, the new piano score. I think this. Is- yeah. yeah. Is that it? That's it. Oh, brilliant. This is it. And Good amazed. score. Good score. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, there's a new piano score when shit gets real in Stargate, mm. and it's and it's very subtle. It's obviously I'm not a musician, but it's like ding, ding. Oh, please ding, don't. Ding, <laughs> ding, ding. ding. <laughs> It's that was, pretty much that was more a xylophone. Yeah, that, was, that was segment two of Sounds of the Gate. <laughs> it's the intro. <laughs> but you will see that score, especially when either something sad happens or Jack and Sam are talking about boning each other subliminally. <laughs> funny, that's that's not a sad thing. It's funny you mention that. I actually have a bit of audio here that actually I've titled Jack Carter Sex. Shit, yeah. Let's get this on. Yeah, I'm hoping Jake is. <laughs> what I imagine, it's what I imagine it sounds like when Jack and Carter have sex. <laughs> Jack and Carter. Selmat Carter. <laughs> I really have no idea what I'm doing here. <laughs> Try it. Might get lucky. Sir, I really hate to sound negative, Sir. but I think it's pretty safe to say that without a little more insight into how these things actually work, I've got pretty much zero chance of hitting Bit of pillow oh, yeah. talk there Absolutely. for your drive into work, uh, speaking Gators. Of, <laughs> speaking of that, did you see the huge wrench? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I thought you meant tilt. No, yes. No, I didn't. This is the same scene where you're talking about with the point of origin and the Tok'ra coming in. Right. And we got Martin Wood and Sala up in the control room. Oh, holding it. And then when only That's Major Wood. Uh, Major Wood and Sila come down. And then Hammond's like, welcome to Earth. <laughs> and they walk back in, into the control room and they've moved down into the hallway and they're just holding the massive wrench. Mm, just looking at Both it, just admiring it. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> now, Reese, did you notice um, a little tidbit there that Renal actually gave us? 
she mentions that before the sun exploded, an escape pod was launched from yeah. um, Apophis's ship. Mm. So somebody got out. Somebody got out and somebody got away. Mm, yeah, they telegraphed any, that. Classic Cooper. Any thoughts on perhaps <laughs> who that might be? No. I, um... Okay, fair enough. <laughs> no, I assumed it was Tilk. No. No, Tilk. He was on the ship. He was on the ship. He's on he's on Apophis's So while while they were still in our galaxy, orbiting, going back to last season there. <laughs> yeah, going back to the end of last episode. Oh right. It was Tanith for yeah, f- sake killing go. me here. <laughs> so yeah, so Tanith Tanith escaped. Right. Yeah. So yeah, just we and got blew we up. Just by wanted sun. to ruin that. For no, me. he got away. <laughs> so he got down to the planet and gated out before um before the sun exploded. Yeah. Right. So Tanith is still out there. Cool. Yeah. Do we ever see him again? Thanks for ruining that for me. We never see him. Yeah, we do. We totally do. Yeah, we totally do. In the episode 48 hours. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Just to ruin it further. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the last time we see him. So. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but he's not dead. No. Or is he? He no. never dies. Yeah. Sci-fi, N-E-R-D. Nobody ever really dies. Hey, uh, Brendan, did you notice, did you fi- get a little, uh, a little bit of Farscape nostalgia in this episode? Uh, maybe. Just that, uh... <laughs> I could I have. this uh, three weeks ago. Right? <laughs> maybe. Um, maybe. I might have. Just that... It depends uh, if you want me to go along with it or not. Just that, uh, that one scene uh, where they first alludes to the replicators that they've come on board with is that um, storage crate, and it kind of dissolves from the inside. Oh, yes. Reminds me yeah. of those other little, the um, bugs. the ingot bugs from, um, from Farscape that yeah. they had to burn out of Moya. Cool effect too, that one. Yeah, it was um, from the oh, inside. Sex from a girl. <laughs> from a girl, not your wife, <laughs> just a girl. Um, that lid was made out of uh, like polystyrene foam, and they were just spraying like um, gasoline or, or gasoline or something yeah. on it, and that and it makes it sort of melt away. So it's just gold polystyrene foam. Yeah, that was sick. Pretty clever. I like I like in camera effects like that. I was always expecting the replicator to crawl out, but I guess they didn't need to. Yeah, it's surprising it for a, for a Robert C. Yeah. Cooper episode not to want to telegraph it. Yeah, you know, that was, <laughs> I guess, when so. that first happened, I was like, "Why? Why is um, Jacob doing that to the box to get out?" And then I realised, "Oh shit, it's a replicator." <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing I was worried about is how come Apophis had so much time to load a cargo ship with all these boxes, a sarcophagus, mm. and his ship was being taken over. <laughs> So, yeah, load it up, guys. Oh, they weren't in the storage room yet, mate. <laughs> it's crazy. Mm. And then brought and then brought the... I forgot what You're those ships story. are called. What's... Uh, no. Cargo, it's a cargo ship. Mm. Oh, the no, um, his, Teltac. That's it. His ship wasn't getting taken over, was it? Yeah, by the replicators. Mm. No, that, that, was a, that was a third ship. That was the replicators... That was the alien ship. ship yeah. that they already and had. Remember then, and then SG-1 we went and hid behind the sun. We went and hid in the sun. Because mm. they were fighting came, it out. And, yeah, and then when we came out... The mm. alien ship was destroyed and Apophis' ship was left and we boarded it and yeah. it had been taken over by replicators. F- replicators were like, run! <laughs> and then did that sweet tracking shot right. and went back. Because mm. they, they were trying to get the crystals. They never got the crystals. Did they? Uh, I think or they, they must have. Yeah, they did. Because then they you destroyed Apophis' big ship, but then Apophis took over. They all loaded onto the cargo ship and then Teal'c faked it and got on board and then we were all on the... The attack. The, the token, like, oh, yeah, Cronus' attack. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard. There's Jeopardy. a lot of jumping back and <laughs> forth between Christ. ships. And yeah, it's cra- it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, a, lot right. of, a lot of logistics. A, a lot, lot of logistics. CGI in this, too. Like, every single shot had but CGI. He had all that time to do that, 
which means he had all that time to brainwash Tilk as well. Yep. Which was pretty quick. By a mule. Mm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought you laughed because you got it. No, yeah. I have no you, idea. I what you got mule. It. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Um, but yeah, the amount of time that he was tortured through um, of the old bloody Pouch Poacher episode mm. and mm. didn't give in, and then in bloody, you know, 20 minutes, <laughs> his uh, apophysis managed to brainwash him. Well, we might get a little hint about what happened there next week. Well, remember that happened to Ryak, and then t- all Tilk had to do was zat him. Yeah. And that mm. didn't that didn't work for Tilk. Why well, not? Did they zat him? They didn't zat him. They shot him. They shot him with a P90. Or they shot him in the yeah. shoulder or whatever. I guess we'll find out next week. Mm. <laughs> Tune in next week. Ooh. Tune in next week, guys. Ooh. But it's weird, isn't it? It's almost Tilk like... Tilk gets shot by zat. <laughs> We're covering no, episodes, and it doesn't long. work. <laughs> We're covering like it's the same sort of ground as the pilot episode, where you don't really see Tilk until like you know halfway through, a little bit more. Mm. He's bad working for Apophis, mm. and then O'Neill, rather than the pilot episode, like teams up with him, and then they go back to Earth. This is caps him, takes him back to home <laughs> to fix him. him up, and it's like really we're gonna go through this again, like you said. With Pouch Poacher, we've like we've seen him like borderline. You know, maybe he could get to that 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 place again where he goes a little bit dark side or whatnot. Mm. But now he is. It's like, oh, do we really have to like, you know, turn him away from the from the bad side all over again? Yeah. Are we gonna do we need to cover this ground? We're five seasons in, or yeah. heading into the fifth season? It's like, just annoying. Yeah, yeah. No, we're going to yeah. next week. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, do, yeah. do you do you end this episode going, oh well, they'll fix this up, you know, pre credits next week, or? we're going to have to deal with this for five episodes or some shit because they want to stretch some of this crap out. Yeah, well, I, I figured that they'd make a few episodes out of it. I would have rather have seen it as Tilk was playing Apophis mm, and, and yeah. obviously just, mm. you know, like, Actually, like not um, O'Neill said, that's what what's I was the plan? Assuming. Yeah. It wasn't just, he's, he's brainwashed by bugs. Like, it wasn't <laughs> that. Mm. I, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then after the, when they didn't, when he was still brainwashed at the end, I'm like, all right, well, they're going to, do a, a small arc Boring. over this, but mm. yeah, why drag out one more episode with the? I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, guess I guess gotta, they got to do twenty two. So <laughs> I guess yeah, Hera they were... can't put Carter into a computer again. <laughs> I guess Hera were mustn't have or any brainwashing they? technology because he couldn't brainwash him. He had to torture him the old fashioned way. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, unfortunately for for Brennan and his um his almighty Brad Wright, it was actually Brad Wright's idea to um they were going to the end of uh, the end of this episode just between the end of this episode and the start of next week's episode have Tilt just be cured. Yeah. And, and get back and then to Brad the Wright's quo. gone. Well, you've left no room at the end here, Cooper. To f- Finish the storyline um, off. Well, no, Brad Wright was actually okay. Let's <laughs> let's actually spend let's an entire episode next week deprogramming Tilk. Which which yeah okay. Mm. I don't know. It depends how they go about it. I guess mm, I kind of like your idea though that he was <laughs> that he was playing um a playing Apophis. That would have been fun. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Yeah, and then he and then Tilk should have capped Apophis. See, yeah, that would have been That's way better it, than it, Bugs. Yeah. Taking would have been out. a great. Yeah, but then he would have had, had a, he would have been definitely dead. So. But have we? Oh, yeah, good point. Have we? <laughs> but the thing, have we ever no, actually? I don't believe you. Was dead. Have we ever actually taken out Apophis ourselves? It's like um, he was taken out by Sokar. Yeah. And we watched him die there. Yeah. That's what happened to him. We've let him die, sure. <laughs> yeah, but we've yeah. never Jan- actually there with a needle of adrenaline ready to bring him back until it's like, uh-uh. yeah. yeah, I am enjoying this. Yeah. And then it's like yeah. we thought he died on Natu. Yeah. yeah, and then it turns out he came back. 
So yeah, actually, it, yeah, it would be nice to I think um, have the team or have yeah have Tilk be the one to kill him. Yeah, it would have been, been oh, look, a nice for, little circle. For me to believe that he's dead, I want to see his body cut up into pieces. <laughs> you, you didn't see that nuclear reaction on mm. a planet? Just nah, I don't believe it. It's too far away. It's Couldn't zoom one. in far enough. Well, on the audio commentary, <laughs> <laughs> it says that his hand device didn't survive yeah. the impact. <laughs> yeah, it's because he used all the power of it surviving. <laughs> he's a god. He can't die. But even if that hand device did survive... He would have, there was no inertial dampener, so he would have just gone flat into yeah. that, like a pancake. He'd just be liquid inside <laughs> that. Hey, Symbiote, bring you back to that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the liquid in its sarcophagus, yeah. Actually, that's yeah. not a bad point. If you, if, you, if you liquefy a human being and pour them into a sarcophagus, what happens? <laughs> no, happens. We get to season seven, he comes back. As a cake. And we yeah. show a flashback of like, as a well, pancake, and yeah. over like days, his remains drip into like a crack within mm, the sarcophagus. Yeah. Like and Deadpool like, and yeah. his little legs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure Tilk came into a sarcophagus and that's how Ryak was born. Oh, Jesus. Oh, there we go. So we just have an explosion. Is that his wife's name? We have the, we have the sarcophagus and there's just like a couple of droplets of blood. Just like drop into a sarcophagus, uh, yeah. and then it just clones him yeah. from that. From that, mm. I guess. Yeah. Well, how much would you need of a person? Well, ask. Uh, like Contraya. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much a sarcophagus, but you need a mm. couple of drops of blood. What's that? Well, geez, Tin can, Man. Can you imagine a better Harlan. robot? Um, I don't know. I feel like you needed the whole body, the brain. Yeah, good point. Yeah, thanks, mm. Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring up something we spoke about. Earlier, and that was, I think, in Double Jeopardy or the one after. Tilk doesn't have a tuck license. He's a tuck license. <laughs> yeah. But Daniel drives this freaking hatuck. Yeah, but Jacob Does told he? him how to do yeah. it. Jacob told him how. Like I throughout thought... that whole thing, where they're like, "You gotta, you gotta get it out of here." When we we come in with the the yeah. cargo ship, you gotta get the hell out of here. So the sun or the oh, but the then ship Daniel doesn't... says, "Well, you're gonna have to tell me how to do that." Yeah. Yeah, like Tilk doesn't know the basics. Well, Tilk wasn't there. He can't use a clutch. <laughs> I can't drive stick. <laughs> no, but I mean, in Double Jeopardy, Tilk. Surely, yeah, surely, come on, Tilk. Tilk wasn't there. In Double Jeopardy, he was. No, in this episode. Yes, but I'm mm. I'm saying going back to Double Jeopardy, we were talking uh, about Tilk. Why didn't Tilk drive the Hatuk? All oh, right. That's why they need Jackson can right. pick it up in two minutes. Yeah, Jackson just learns it. Like, neck minute. Oh, mate, he's been digging up rocks for yeah. decades. <laughs> he's being taught by someone who knows No, I don't buy it. Cooper. <laughs> you, Cooper. Good bullshit. He's being <laughs> taught by... He's being taught by Selmac, someone who knows how to fly it, how to do it. And I'm sure if Selmac taught Teal, Teal would know how to do it too. Braytac taught him. Yeah, well, eventually Teal and Braytac are both flying Hataka around, no, so... Yeah, we need a system law to ride off on it. Yeah. <laughs> Can you sign my permission slip, please? <laughs> but if I if I got into a truck and someone says, uh, th- you know, give this a shot, I'd, I'd have experience because I've driven a car before. Mm. Whereas if someone else who had just mm. had roller skates and then they chuck them in a truck and they go, oh, give this a go, like Daniel Jackson's yeah. a roller skater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. He's- Definitely not a roller Well, blader. I mean... No, no, absolutely Definitely not. Definitely not a skater. He'll have, the, he'll have all the elbow pads and shit on as well. He's not a grinder. I mean, look, I don't want to... Where is he? I don't, don't want to protect some bad writing, but maybe he just had some remnants of, you know, when Shifu unlocked all that knowledge and put it into his brain and he had a dream that learnt. Oh, yeah. Maybe, you oh, 
Cooper. J- Jackson's Jolina. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's his version of Joel and I just he has a little bit of memory whenever he needs it. I like that. Yeah. You know, and that <laughs> okay, fair and that was a Robert C. Cooper episode with that uh ab- yep. absolute power. Yeah, so. I guess. Yeah. You know what? Stargate yeah. Origins uh, should have come to you when they said, "How do we make this work? <laughs> how do we make it credible? How do we <laughs> yeah. brainwash them? How do we brainwash <laughs> them and then how do we wipe got, their memory? How do we come up with excuses for bad writing? <laughs> yeah. Go see High Pitch. How do we fix this? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just copy the worst movie that uh, George Lucas ever wrote. All right. Sure. <laughs> hey, um, I did notice a little, just on the, the writers and directors and stuff, I actually did notice an interesting pattern here for season five. This episode is the first of eight episodes in a row where they just go, Martin Wood, Peter DeLuise. Martin Wood, Peter DeLuise. Mm. Martin Wood, Peter DeLuise. Yeah. Then at episode eight, they switch over and go, William Garrity, Peter DeLuise. William Garrity, Peter DeLuise. Up, wow. to like, up until like episode 12. So that's, I think now they're really finding it's like, okay, this is the kind of show we want to make. These people are the ones that get what we're trying to do. Yeah. And they just start, you know, so they've got. And they leave Martin Wood for these big ones too now. Yeah. Typically Martin Wood gets the action heavy kind of stuff. And then Peter DeLuise gets the more character based. That was cool actually in the, in the commentary. Peter DeLuise is actually the B director or the, the B director for the pilot. The B unit director. DeLuise. Sorry, Martin Wood. Martin Wood was the B for Children of the Gods. Yeah, that's what he said in that oh. in the audio commentary. Wow, because yeah. he didn't actually direct an episode until like what Solitudes, which was like yeah halfway through the season. He got all the cutaway shit. Well, there you go. Yeah, which is sweet. Mm. He's a, he had to do the apprentice work to be the master. Mm. That's what I got out of it. Did you notice the um, the corridor lights in the mothership? Nope. The back end of a staff weapon. Oh yeah. Oh yep. Yeah yeah. Yeah, kind of like those um, the priests from the pilot. Remember, they had the little, they had those little paddles, uh, paddles yeah, with yeah. the lights oh, in right. them, and that was yeah. that was the back end of the um, the staff as well. Just reuse them. Yeah, and then just throw a couple of braziers with some fire when, you, when you want. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> chuck it on. All right, guys, I've cracked the code. Season cracked. five. Oh, the Walter Diaries. There's a lot wow. of pages you just clicked. How many codes oh. did you crack? Just. Just the one. <laughs> just oh, it's a big entry. Yeah. Oh, big mm. big writing, big block letters. It's like a forty font. Just <laughs> Have like you seen those Coke bottles that he wears <laughs> on his face? Yeah. Wild. It's just got a. Yeah. It's got one of those big um, therapy pens, yeah. and it's just like one letter per page. <laughs> and you just gotta. Is that a now, fair warning, months. fair warning, guys. I kind of skimmed through this one already, and it's really really dark. Mm. So All right. Um. Yeah. Anyway, let's oh, crack God, he on. Killed, well, after last, he killed some of those strippers, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> after his last Not entry, that dark, Chevron but maybe seven. Maybe yeah. <laughs> after his last entry. All right, this one's called the Walter Diaries Part Four. <laughs> Wait till they get a load of me. <laughs> Gate technicians' personal logs, Stargate S five point zero one. That's one. Guess who's back? Back again. Oh, Walter's geez. back. Tell some men. I mean. Amen. Freudian slip there. It's my first day back at work today after a lengthy hospital stay. The last time I was on duty was when Carter stupidly let that electronic entity into her body. <laughs> In the hospital, when I was on a heavy dose of morphine, I had a vivid dream. I was Robin, and General Hammond was Batman. <laughs> <laughs> On the general's desk was a red phone, a bust of William Shakespeare, and behind him, 
the bookcase would slide across to reveal a wormhole. We would jump through and appear on the other side in full uniform, except General Hammond had an eggplant where his codpiece should be. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Batman fans. Anyway, I digress. I thought that was another Eminem, Eminem no, reference because remember when he's like Batman and Robin in that film clip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. You know, so it's, Look, it's all layered. Mm. Yeah. You can yeah. go back and listen to this but a few times. Batman Damned issue number one is out now. Yeah. Get it mm. quick before they take the Absolutely. cock away. <laughs> Absolutely. They can't take that away from me. He named it Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this, Dick? Check out the Nightwing. <laughs> no, I figured... This is the biggest sidekick I've ever had. I, think, I figured his scrotum would have been called Grayson. Oh. <laughs> Mid Walter. <laughs> Mid Walter. <laughs> yes. So I'm back yet again. Carter wasn't the only one that was injured from that entity attack. I suffered massive electrical burns to my hands, arms, legs, and lefticle. <laughs> Carter gets a, a skeeve burn on her hand and everybody loses their minds. She even got the first treatment from old Doc Fraser. I waited in the infirmary for four hours before somebody finally came in and turned the lights off. <laughs> I'm still here! Wait! <laughs> and he was happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, someone turns the <laughs> lights off. That's on. Oh, it's so stupid. <laughs> it shouldn't be that funny. Been, been yelling out for four hours. Someone to turn this. Oh. I'm trying to sleep. I've <laughs> only oh. got one testicle left. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh. I went through weeks of rehabilitation and plastic surgery to get me back to my physical glory. I didn't get one visitor the whole time. Not one. I got nothing. Not even a bag of macaroons. <laughs> the hours turned into days and the days into weeks. I became twisted and bitter. Who do they think they are? I'm sick of SG-1. Always butting in when nobody asked them. Why the hell were they even in that command room? Who cares about your burnt hand, Carter? <laughs> Silas says, Come on, man, she was taken over by an entity. Nah, f*** that. <laughs> I was injured way before that shit happened. Do you think I wanted to be in bed for six weeks? Hell no. I have personal problems too. My baby mama, Chevron One, had to take the <laughs> boys full time while I was recovering. She couldn't even go to her night job. But like my dad always said, you don't have to have kids to have a wife. <laughs> Sorry, what? That's true, it's true. Yeah. That Sorry, a, what? Does, <laughs> that's a Matt Gibson quote. Does though. that need a pan flute? <laughs> <laughs> what did Hammond do for me apart from paying all my medical bills and expenses? Nothing. Not even a thank you, not even a parking spot. But if there is one thing I took out of my hospital stay, it's you can't be a victim. So I'm going to take my own redemption. Carter, do you think it's easy being a gate technician? Do you think the gate just opens itself while you're getting ready for a mission? Do you think we just wait around just to open and close the iris for you? I'm fed up and so are the other gate technicians. We've decided to make our own unit. 
And I don't mean an SG team, I mean a gangster rap group. <laughs> we were going to be called the Cardigans. <laughs> but that's already a name of a music band. So we've decided to take the name Tech Nine. Boom. Tech Nine. Tech as in technician and nine as in nine chevrons. Motherfuckers. I would have much rather spaz 12. Well, yeah, that was taken. Obviously. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's the number one single. single. <laughs> <laughs> tech nine. Spaz 12. Tech nine is actually a rapper. Why Spaz 12? <laughs> Isn't a tech nine a gun as well? Isn't that why? Yeah. But they can't have Spaz 12 because that's taken by gun, but they can have Tech 9, even though that's taken by even more things. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That checks out. Come on, mate. It's layered. We've been through it's this. part of it. Sure. Let's check this one out, boys. Yo, right about now, Gate Tech's assembled. The members of Tech 9 are as followed. Number one, me, aka OG Locked. <laughs> Number two, poor man Sarah Silverman, aka PMSS. <laughs> oh shit! Stands just <laughs> Poor man, Sarah Silverman. Oh. <laughs> she's pissed, guys. She's she's really angry. It's laid, Rick. It's laid. You just went a certain way, didn't you? There. You just went Excellent. away. You know. Number three, Steve Urkel, aka MC Cheyenne, and of course, number four, Walter's dad, my dad, aka Daddy. <laughs> Yeah, Carter, you better watch it because Tech Knight are going to come to your crib, put some foil in your microwave, and unplug your toaster. <laughs> and it looks. Uh, there's unplugging a, the toaster. There's some dude. lyrics here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's pretty gangster. He's, <laughs> Walter's just off the hook on this one. Yeah. yeah. The police, so just unplug your toaster. He's going to piss her off for like three seconds before she. Getting fresh out. bread for you, homies. <laughs> Stole their Breville, yo. <laughs> why, why isn't this toast going down? There's some, oh. li- there's some lyrics here, but they're kind of crossed off, so I might try and see if I can do it. This is called the Redemption Beef. Yo, Carter, you better back up, because Tech Nine's here to mess you up. <sighs> Got bars. <laughs> you think you're good for the Air Force, but you a disgrace. You better watch your back or I'll close the iris on your face. Get you nut! <laughs> <laughs> Dropping palms. I can just imagine Walter's dad as the hype man. <laughs> yeah, Walter, you got this, boy. Just throwing signs behind him. Wow. Holding his dick and shit. <laughs> now nah, that's pretty boy cum face, obviously. Yeah, obviously. He's dying to be part of the group. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's their roadie. Yeah, yeah. he big time. <laughs> Jeez, Walter's, Walter's a- an angry guy. Man, he's just... He's pretty pissed off about that entity thing, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what? Oh. Get to your stations, boys. Got my gun cocked. Defense team, stand by. <laughs> What's happening? Oh, Jesus. Well, um, we did mention last week in the um, in the mailbag that uh, you know we were gonna we we're gonna open up a, a message service oh, for people yes. to leave to voicemail. leave voicemails mm. to get involved, and we've we've received our first incoming. Wormhole, incoming, oh. incoming traveller. <laughs> so it's pretty much he's recorded his own voice on his phone and emailed it to us. I mean, don't assume it's a he. I haven't told you who it is yet, oh. but it's Dan Pucci. The, the secret of behind the scenes <laughs> radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they're on to us. So uh, it's interesting that the, the one who, who uh, suggested it is the first one to uh, to, to send a voicemail through. Right. Good old uh, Dan Pucci. So, uh, um, what do you want, Dan? Let's uh, see what he's got to say. 
he's put, he's put his own audio in there. That's, oh, yeah. that's impressive already. This is the Origins one. <laughs> oh, yeah, Origins. <laughs> Setting a high bar here. Hello and welcome to Get Into Dan, a Stargate voicemail for the Stargate podcast Get Into Gate. I am your host, Dan Pucci. I'm a first time caller, <laughs> a long time listener. Is that really Gervais? Not a gentleman, but a gentleman. And today I'll be leaving you this message. Hello, chaps. It's been an absolute pleasure listening to your, to your podcast, and uh, I'm sure the pleasure shall continue thusly. Anyway, I wouldn't be leaving you a message if I wasn't a fan. And since we're all on that same page, we're all cool. Let's get into what I've got to say. Uh, I know you spoke about continuing on with the Stargate Atlantis and Stargate Universe in the uh, latest hairy mailbag episodes. <laughs> but I did also see a message on the Patreon about possibly reviewing Farscape. And I did comment on that post, and I feel like I've got the point across <laughs> sure quite did. precisely, I suppose, is the word. But uh, for the people that don't go on the Patreon, I just want to reiterate that uh, my comment was, is, and shall always be, fuck Farscape. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> Jesus, whoa. Don't get into it. I'm off the poochie train. Oh, I'm off the poochie train. <laughs> um, secondly, Stargate Atlantis and Stargate Universe. That shit also. Wow. <laughs> Shitty imitations of SG1. And it's not worth the time of day. Jesus. Let's be honest. You're losing uh, me, Dan. It's not worth a rub, as the kids say. <laughs> it's a long <laughs> Yes. Oh, no. Yes. The road is long. Oh, that's a different song. Uh, well, whatever it's shit. Um, so, I mean, I guess what can you do to work for? Offer a suggestion there. I suppose so. I suppose. I suppose if I'm going to come in that strong <laughs> and offer those vocals, you've got to uh, expect some sort of suggestion there. So, uh, well, I've got three words for you: yep. Star Trek. Am I right, mate? I'm back on board yes. now. Oh, I'm back now on board. I'm off. I'm off. That was two words. You got it all. You got next generation. <laughs> That's the Voyager, joke. And Deep Space Nine. The amount of episodes you could review is just. Well, not limitless, but you know, it's it's good. It's good. It's good. I mean, you could also with your old paper. So I just want to pause that. He's taking uh, English lessons there of Donald Trump. It's not limitless, but it's well, it's it's good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Trump special. Patreon there, you could perhaps do a uh, a bonus episode each month maybe review uh, an original series episode once I mean oh, that's probably not actually going to turn anyone on because that was also shit <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, actually. yeah just review Star Trek cause let's just be honest mate. Yeah. anyway I'm rambling so um, pretty sure that's all I've got to say so I'll wrap it up here keep up the good work chaps and uh, tune in next week for another episode of Get Into Dan oh one last thing um, actually Reese, I see a picture of you and your and your, your new wife there and I've got to say mate if you don't you know, well f*** it take offence I don't give a shit um, you are batting above your average man and if you don't mind me saying your wife she is a hottie uh, yeah take it easy guys and I'll uh I'll speak to you later, eh? It's always wow. fun wow. when an Englishman tells you she's a hottie. Because you're like, oh, well done, sir. Thank you. I never I'm knew the kids from the in-betweeners were fans of Stargate. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know when the Poochie podcast is coming out. Oh, right? I'll subscribe to that. A day, wow. a day, another day in the life of Poochie. 
Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a the pooch. That's a high bar to set. I mean, he's oh, got. Mate. I mean, he had his own backing music there. I mean, keep him shorter than that. Yeah, that could be our last mailbag because it might not get better than that. Right? I mean, that's... Oh, mate. And just just for your information, she's the lucky one. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I've always said that. (laughs) I told her to her face on the night you got married. Mate, I married my stalker. I didn't even realise until our celebrant told us. You uh, <laughs> you won a million bucks after buying a million dollars worth of tickets. Absolutely. She won a million bucks after buying 10 bucks worth of tickets, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I mean, send them in. Send them in, guys. Yeah, uh, happy I mean, to play them. Happy to get them on. You can be part of the podcast. The fifth member. The fifth race. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> feeling fifth, me? The fifth man. See what I've done. Oh, you know? I like it. You know? Seems, it's it's you an know? upcoming one. Unless you're a woman. Yeah. Timely. Well, no, it's two episodes time is the fifth man. So, yeah, well, timely. Right. They should have got with the times ahead of the times. Yeah, the fifth person would have been nice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Car- <laughs> Carter's member of SG1. She can be the fifth man as well. Oh, oh look at it. Written call. by men, directed by men. What a surprise. Yeah. And oh. men. Mm. So. Yeah. All right, that's episode 90 of Get Into Gate. We'll be back next week to talk about episode two of season five in Threshold. Threshold, I love that word. Mm. Uh, And we'll find out. Oh, thank you. I don't even know what that was. I just had him poochie on. I just feel like. (laughs) Because for for a second there, I thought it was Maddie doing an accent. That's (laughs) true. Well, it's his real accent. I mean. No, I was talking about Reese complimenting your accent. Oh. Mm. The majority of people here do a really good accent. I'm sure you do. It's I'm sure fine. you do a good accent. Yeah, it's fine. No, yeah. it's fine. You do a good Australian accent, <laughs> like a like a cobber one, like low pitch. Oh, that's not me, mate. No, it's no, all, but you. I've heard you. You've pretended to be. Yeah. Oh, when I do my impersonation, yeah. low pitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. it's yeah, not yeah, perfect, yeah. but it's well, yeah, pretty... we're closeted for gay guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I see yeah, what you're yeah, going yeah, for yeah, when you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be back next week to talk about Threshold. Written yeah. by Mr. Peter DeLuise, written by Mr. Brad Wright. So uh, good things we can expect from those Absolutely. guys. In the meantime, you can uh, jump on board our podcasting services, wherever you might find your podcast. Just search Get In The Gate, a Stargate podcast. Find us on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe, yeah. like, follow us, all that sort of mm. gear. And look, don't be an enemy. Yeah. Jump on Patreon. <laughs> if you don't want to be enemies with us, <laughs> yeah. jump on the patreon.com. Uh, and we do have a few people who decided not to be our enemies and to jump onto Patreon. Oh. So we want to welcome people. a few of our new patrons. Uh, Bradley Corbett. Brad. Corbo. Corbstown. Everyone he, gets a nickname. Wait a second. What's Holly from Lonnie's new last name? Ooh. You'd be correct. Oh, But it's no, she, mar- she married Tim. She yeah. didn't marry a Brad. No. Oh, just mm. revealing personal information on... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> She's put it on Twitter. It's fine. Oh, fair call. Uh, we also want to welcome Caesar. Just Caesar. Eight strong together. Hail. Um, yeah, good call. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Patterson. Love your salad. Uh, welcome, <laughs> Jacob. Caesar's own dressing. And I, th- <laughs> <laughs> and I think purely because Reese managed to get his name right last week, which nobody apparently ever does, is Russell. Oh, Rusty. Russell. Russell. What is it, Maddie? Go to go to Javi. Reese doesn't have it in front of me. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. Go to Javi. Go to Javi. There you go. Oh, good accent. Yeah. Nailed it. Your wife is very lucky with a tongue like that, mate. So welcome <laughs> to uh, <laughs> nobody wrong. Yeah, especially if you keep saying threshold. <laughs> During uh, yes, Cunnilingus. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
like, oh, what code words are you going to cut on his nose? Yeah. I think no, it's going okay. straight there. Um, <laughs> so welcome to those uh, two our new patrons. Uh, and also a special shout out to uh, Kenneth Pricer as well, who's gone above Kenny. and beyond uh, with, his, uh, with his contributions. Uh, thank you very much, buddy. We really appreciate it. Legend. Uh, yeah, it's shit. keeping the lights on here, mate. Thank you very much Absolutely. for helping us. Absolutely. It costs a billion dollars to keep these lights on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Myself, Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram with Socks and Gate. Matty, where you at? At f- low pitch. No, at high pitch. <laughs> at, at high pitch Matty on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Brendan. I'm at the Bren Gibson. And Reese. I'm at the Flying Gibson. We'll see you back here next week. Same bad time, same bad channel to talk more Stargate oh. here on Get Into Gate. It feels so empty without me. <laughs> <laughs> GetIntoGeek.com.